0: What's going on, Alex? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Fine. So welcome to another episode of the weekly NFL and MLB shows. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today, Alex Christ, who is my weekly analyst for, for my podcasts, is here with me to talk about the NFL Super Bowl 53 recap. And then today for our MLB segment, we will be talking about the 2019 season previews of the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. So first off, we're going to lead things off today with the NFL segment, and let's talk about Super Bowl 53. And uh, what, what were your overall thoughts on Super Bowl 53 between both my favorite teams and the Patriots and the Rams?
1: Well, I thought Bill Belichick did a fantastic, fantastic job with his defense, really shutting down the Rams and his – unique way I mean I really felt that he was just gonna find a way to just figure out how to just shut down both Robert Woods and Cooks and basically the Rams had no running game against the Patriots defense but I thought the one thing that was a little confusing to me at the beginning was when Sean McVay won the coin toss and his players deferred I really would have almost thought that McVay would have wanted to win the coin toss and almost have his offense go on to the field to set the tone. But I, I thought Wade Phillips did enough defensively for, for the Rams to get there. But I think McVeigh just, you know, just really tried to do a little too much. And he just really couldn't, you know, spread the ball across the field. And, you know, Gurley just was shut down for, for the most part. And Jared Goff, you know, I think played probably his worst game since that game he had against the Chicago Bears early in the season, it was just it was not a good day for him. But for the Patriots offense, I thought Sony Michelle had a really nice game for them. Brady had a few off throws in in the game, and it wasn't his best Super Bowl game in his career. But I thought he did well enough. But you know, I have to give the whole Super Bowl win to to the Patriots defense. But Julian Edelman had a fantastic game and deserved that Super Bowl MVP.
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's for sure about that. I mean, you know, he deserved to win Super Bowl MVP, though. By the way, and uh, with that being said, um, with that being said, um, with that being said, um, I thought the my favorite parts of Super Bowl Fifty Three was that obviously the Patriots hosting the Lombardi Trophy. I I thought both defenses played well. That was my favorite parts there. But the good part was that my Patriots won. The Super Bowl, but the bad part was the TV, TV ratings went low.
1: Hmm. Man. Yeah, just a little su- surprising about that. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I understand, you know, with just the whole de- defensive game, you know, I mean, I could imagine how some people would just say, like, oh, just there's not enough offense in this, but I could probably not imagine, you know, how low the ratings were back like in those early days in the Super Bowl with this being the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, with what the ratings were when the Dolphins were going for their perfect season or when the Seahawks beat the Vikings back in Super Bowl nine. So, I mean, those were like the two lower scoring Super Bowls before this, but I, I could probably understand those ratings being that low.
0: I mean yeah, absolutely on that. But I mean with that being said, like we now we kind of talk about the Super Bowl, what was good and what was bad. I mean, the thing is, even though Jared Goff had a very bad performance in the Super Bowl, I did not put the blame on him at all cuz I think he has room to grow to become a great quarterback in this league and he's already the face of the franchise for the Rams and he still has more growing to do and learning.
1: Uh agreed. You know, I I just I, I really was just kind of watching to see just like those things that he could improve on like like you were saying I just think the one thing that he needs to improve on and I think this is kind of the same with all young quarterbacks in the league is they just need to improve their vision a little bit more because I felt he could throw a few passes to receivers that were like just coming open he just like narrowed in on just the one guy but you know he he does have that learning to do but I still think you know he's got a lot of great Football left in him like like you said you know he's only his this is only really his full second year in the league i mean i know this is only his third year but i knock his rookie year out with jeff fisher because he and mcveigh have just really formed a a, a great friendship with each other and i just i really think there's there's a long way to go you know for Goff's improvement and hopefully a um future mvp award in sight
0: yeah absolutely that for sure and uh I mean, with Jared Goff, I mean, he's going to be a very good quarterback in this league, but, I mean, he didn't thrive under Fisher, but I think the McVay and Goff coaching and quarterback tandem is about to come in the NFL, so watch out. Absolutely. So now with that being said, a couple questions here. Let's start off with our off-season outlooks now with the Patriots, Rams, and the Giants, but we're going to start off with my Patriots, and I have a couple questions right here that we're going to talk about is Two things for the Patriots. Do you think the Patriots are going to keep Trey Flowers and give him the franchise tag, or and do you see Gronk and McCourty retire?
1: Um, I think with Trey Flowers, I, I think you do. I think you do have to keep Trey Flowers. It, it would be interesting to see if they do decide to put the franchise tag, or if they do want to sign him to a contract extension. I just think their defensive line as is 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 okay at best with the with the players that they have but I think Trey Flowers he sets the table for the rest of them he's a he's just a good outside pass rusher and I I just I really think you know if they want to put the franchise tag on him fine and just other teams can claim offers for him if they want to but I just think it would be easier to give him a contract extension and then with Gronkowski And um, McCourty, I think I I think Gronkowski, if he wants to stay in New England and really just be more of a blocking style tight end, I almost think that would be what he would want to do. But if if he really wants to say, you know, I've had all the success I had. I know I'm not the big receiving threat I used to be. And I don't really want to sacrifice myself for blocking, you know, get to get Sonny Michelle some holes. I think that's the decision that he has to come down to. And then with McCourty as well, with him and Flowers just kind of being of the Patriots defense. I just think it's a big question for McCourty saying, you know, I don't know who else to really take over here. I mean, you still have Stephon Gilmore, who I think still has some room to improve on the Patriots secondary. But at the same time, you know, I just think McCourty needs to realize that their secondary is pretty thin as is, and I think he probably should stay at least for a few more years. for For my knowledge, at least, for what Bill Belichick probably wants him to do.
0: I expect I expect Devin McCourty to remain a Patriot for for a little while because now that the Patriots hired Greg Schiano, used to be McCourty's head coach at Rutgers, along with Daron Harmon, some of the Rutgers people in the Patriots. So. I think both the McCourty brothers will remain a Patriot next year because now that the Patriots hired Greg Schiano as their new defensive coordinator. Uh, agreed, absolutely. What were we saying again? Uh, agreed, agreed, for sure on that one. But and then uh, and then Gronk, if he retires, that I I wish him the best. But if he doesn't retire, then I I would love to
1: see him play out there. Uh, agreed. You know, I just uh, you know I mean like I kind of just brought up. You know, I just think he has to make. That decision of saying, you know, he's not the big receiving threat as he used to be, but is he willing to, you know, really get down and really, you know, help that offensive line out? Because I think he did a fantastic job blocking for Sonny Michelle in that Super Bowl. He made some really good plays.
0: For sure he did. And now, with that being said, um, now let's move on to the Rams side. So, a couple questions here. Do you think Sean McVay receives a contract extension? Do you think Marcus Peters receives a contract extension? And do you think the Rams are going to extend? Are going to keep Fowler, Sue Saffold, and CJ Anderson?
1: Uh, with Sean McVay, I, I definitely think he deserves um, a contract extension. You know, I mean, he's just really brought this Rams team—you know, just out of the doormat in the NFC West. You know, under Fisher, the Rams were just going nowhere. But now, you know, he's won two straight division titles in the NFC West, and you know, next year I think he's on pace to win a third straight NFC West crown. So I definitely think he deserves a contract extension for what he's done for this Rams franchise. Um, Marcus Peters, on the other hand, I think, I think I need to see from him next year when the Rams, you know, have that healthy tandem between him and Aqib to leave. I mean, if both of them can thrive for an entire season, then I would give him a contract extension at the end of 2019. And then with Fowler and Sue, I think, you know, you you have to keep probably one of the two there. I would I would almost be willing to let Fowler go, but I would probably use him almost as trade value. Probably get like a second round draft choice or maybe a first round draft choice if you want to get rid of him eventually. And then I think Gurley needs a capable backup, so I would definitely um, keep C.J. Anderson and Roger Sappel with with him. I just I, I think you just you got to keep that offensive line intact for the Rams as as long as you can. So, I mean, they got a they got a lot of big decisions with that salary cap coming up soon with some of these players, but you know, I just think they put together a great team and I and I don't think they want to get rid of anybody at this time.
0: I don't think the Rams are going to get ri- rid of anybody. I mean, you know, here's what I see. If the Rams don't keep Dominique suit and if he asks for big money, then expect John Franklin Myers to start at left end and move Aaron Donald back in the middle.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and then and then and then when it comes to Fowler, I for sure expect Dante Fowler to be back with the Rams along with C.J. Anderson because I think C.J. Anderson complements well with Todd Gurley and with Todd Gurley, you don't want to like overload him. I just think uh, that I just think that having
1: C.J. Anderson there is a good compliment to Todd Gurley. Agreed. You know, I mean, just you know, I mean, when I mean when, when I saw Gurley was just not playing as well as he was, I was like saying, you know, I mean, this is why, you know, some of these big running backs in the NFL sometimes do need someone to to replace them. Even with Barkley on my Giants, you know, I said to my dad, you know, let have them keep Wayne Gallman because I think he's good. But C.J. Anderson with what he did in Denver, you know, I think he's just – he's the perfect backup to, um, to Todd Gurley. Absolutely.
0: And did you say you think the Rams are going to keep Fowler and uh, Saffold?
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I think yeah, I think just with with Saffold, you know, you got to keep that offensive line intact, but with Fowler, you know, like I said like with the salary cap issues, they will hit in a few years. I almost wonder if they would want to get rid of Fowler but use him almost as trade value, like get a second round draft choice or even a first round draft choice for him if you want to trade him somewhere else.
0: I I see Fowler and Anderson and Saffold staying for sure, but I also think the Rams will also keep LaMarcus Joiner too.
1: A- agreed a- absolutely
0: now with that being said um what I think what I think is gonna happen I mean you know um there were rumors that when Goss a free agent that the Rams would move on from him so that the Rams could get Kirk Cousins when he answers his free agent year that what I read was fake news so don't read what Mike Florio wrote so um expect the Rams to to extend Jared Goff before the 2019 season begins, even though he has a 50-year option. So, there is
1: no way the Rams are going to
0: get Kirk Cousins, even though he has a friendship
1: with Sean McVay. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, they, I, I don't think the Rams would be that stupid to really just get rid of a, a quarterback who they're really still trying to groom for, for the NFL. I mean, and just what he's done under Sean McVay, you don't want him to then then basically go to another system under – a different head coach and then just have his career just sink from there. You know, I mean, I would not want that to happen for Jerry Goff. I would not.
0: So you think Jerry Goff is going to remain the Ram for a long time?
1: Uh, absolutely. Yes. What were we saying again? Absolutely.
0: Yes. All right. Just to make sure there on that part. So now we got that question um, addressed. So let's talk about the New York Giants and what their team needs are, along with the Patriots and Rams. So tell me what, in your perspective, what the Giants need to do to get
1: better this season. Well, I think it's it's going to be a, a big decision for the Giants of who they're really going to um, take in the first round. You know, I mean, you got the quarterbacks laid out before you. You got Kyler Murray and you got Dwayne Haskins. for For me personally, I would want to see the Giants draft Dwayne Haskins in the first round. Maybe take a wide receiver in the second round to complement their wide receiver core as they are, then maybe go defense in third or fourth round or maybe an offensive lineman in between there. But I just think the big thing about this is going to be how James Betcher is going to keep his job security at the end of this season because I think the Giants' defense just still continues to run his 4-3 scheme or th- or I think it's 3-4, my, my bad, on his scheme. I just think they need to find a new defensive coordinator because I just, I didn't think his defense worked really good last season. So, I mean, the Giants defensively, they got some issues to work out there, but I think Pat Shermer, I mean, he finally got the Giants to score more than 30 points in a game, which I was finally happy to see about, about that. But, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things that the Giants need need to correct in order to, to get better, even though they still have two offensive Rookie of the Year talents on their team, and Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. You know, what I mean, they they still have some things to clean up before they can reclaim an, an NFC's title. In in my opinion,
0: I mean, here's the thing about Haskins. I have the Giants trading back in the first round of the draft and moving, and so that the Dolphins move up with the six pick in the NFL draft, so the Giants have 13. So, I have the Dolphins getting Dwayne Haskins, and then I have the Giants getting Christian Wilkins from Clemson as a defensive oh, okay. tackle because I think the Giants need to uh, need to, uh, I think the Giants will go with a four, three, because I think they need a defensive tackle in the middle. Uh, Agree. Yes. So do you, so do you see that happening? That the Dolphins tra- make the trade and uh, and make the trade with the Giants and that the Giants receive the Dolphins pick in return?
1: It, it would be interesting to see if that, if that did happen. I just think with the Dolphins though, they got to make that decision though with after hiring their new head coach of seeing if they are going to keep Brian Tannehill. Cause I, th- I think that's the question that the dolphins are going to have to face with, if they do want to, you know, draft Dwayne Haskins or even Kyler Murray for that matter, if they decide to do trade with the giants, I think that's the question that has to go through Miami's head is, are they willing to, you know, either label Brian Tannehill as a backup quarterback or maybe ship him out to another NFL team in free agency.
0: Here's the thing. I heard that the Dolphins are most likely moving on from Ryan Tannehill. So I think for the Dolphins, drafting Dwayne Haskins makes sense for for them. Uh,
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: So um, with that being said, so uh, you said the Giants need some offensive line help and some defensive help for the Patriots and Rams. I think they need is pass rushing for the Rams, especially they need linebackers. But for the Patriots, they need tight ends.
1: Uh, agree. Yeah, yeah. I if yeah. If Brown were to retire, so yeah,
0: just keep I, I, that I in mind for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But now, with that being said, my final NFL thought is that I do believe that the Patriots and Rams will meet again in Super Bowl Fifty Four down in Miami.
1: I, 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 I agree with you on that. I also think, though, uh, my 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 final NFL thought on this is, uh, um, I think that, um. Matt Bryant with him going into free agency after Atlanta released him. You know, it'll be interesting to see if he um, announces his retirement or if he's going to make himself open to be a free agent for another NFL team. It'll be interesting to see what Matt Bryant decides at at the end.
0: For sure. So uh, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we will talk about baseball. But for the NFL – um, in, in our all 32 uh, ML, NFL season previews before uh, we take a break, I'm going to read you who we're going to talk about next week and what their off season plans are for the all 32 teams. We talked about the Patriots and the Rams and the, uh, and your New York giants. So with that being said next week, we're going to talk about the jets and the bills. And then since we already talked about the Rams, then we'll just uh, talk about the Seattle Seahawks on the, on the 10th of May.
1: Sounds great.